Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in... Beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Yes, Ed, what are we in store for today? Well, thankfully... See that? Thankfully, your drawing inspired the show, and it is called A Tank Full of Thankful with actor Will Rubio. I think I see him in camera four. Hey, Will Rubio. <laughs> Look how much he loves his chobo mug. He's going to be coming in during the second segment. So we, here we go. Maybe we can get a picture of that art. You can send it to uh, Indy to drop into the video. Is that possible or no? I'll have to look for it. It might be on my Instagram. What was the art? I never saw it. It was a car. I, yeah, I think it's on my Instagram. It's a car like taking off, and it says, I'm off with a tank full of thankful. Well, that's us it's in like the It's like a little Volkswagen bug. It's on my Instagram. I'll find it, Indy. I'll send it to you. You know, that's it, that, that, that's it in a... What was it? That's it. In, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say a mouthful, a tankful... That's it in a nutshell. A tank full of thankful with actor Will Rubio. <clears throat> it is odd that when the Bible is so full of the value of praise and thanksgiving, not only the Bible, but every um, self-help book, everything you read that has to do with living successfully. Psychological Psychology. Yeah. Psychology for sure. Even medicine is proving that we're healthier when we're happy and, and, and in a state of gratitude. So it is odd that when the Bible is so full of the value of praise and thanksgiving that we complain and are sorrowful. Much of the joy of living is lost because of ingratitude. And that, Charles Fillmore is the person who said that, Unity co-founder. When you praise the spirit of wisdom within, you expand and deepen and enrich your consciousness. Gratitude is not just a mental exercise to feel better. It is a magnetic power, a magnetic power of good we are all endowed with. It transforms circumstances for the better and attracts more to be grateful for. That is so true. On this episode, Daryl and Ed, that's us, encourage each other and listeners to steer towards success with the power of appreciation. And during the second segment, Praziac. Praziac. He's like a maniac, but full of praise. Praziac, Will Rubio, gets everyone grinning and a winning with today's reading. Look at that. He's got a tank full of thankful. We're just getting started. The reading that we're going to have him read is called God Directed, but we're also going to hear a lot about just his life as a praisiac. And uh, 
Yeah, there's a season, a new season of Random Acts out uh, on BYU TV. It's actually free <laughs> for you to watch and enjoy, and it's an incredible yes. show with no come down. It's just pure positive. Yes. Gives I, you a lot to appreciate, so check out Random Acts on BYU TV. They actually have an app that's also free, and you can yes. watch it on your phone. It's great, man. We recommend it. It's the best. If, if you're, like, scrolling through YouTube... Like oh Ed God. did last night, and almost he almost did. didn't make it to the show today. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I, I was doing until the season ran out. It, to, to, instead of my go-to habit of, oh, I could look at a little YouTube before oh, I go to bed, smart. I would open up the BYU TV app and watch an episode of Random Acts, because they're just 28 minutes, 22 to 28 yeah. minutes long. But it's... Every single one of them, you it they, they it just fills your heart. It puts you in this state of gratitude and appreciation because yeah. every story throughout the, st- the episode, it starts off very light and positive, right. and then you just get more and more appreciative and grateful. And it really is a wonderful way to spend your time if you're looking yeah. for something to do when you have spare time yeah. other than you know scrolling through YouTube, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Right. Well, you know, it's it connects us back to the, like random acts and the things we're talking about on the show and appreciation. It really connects us even chemically, hormonally, yes. energetically to a, a more of who we are. Like when I'm well, oftentimes I don't realize how much I'm running on fear. There's some, um, what's her name? Deb on the show, on the, 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 the pot, no, what's it called? The Zoom call that we did it's, um, it's on uh, Thursday. What's Nancy it Norman's Infinite Prosperity Workshop. You're all welcome to join us on there on Thursdays. Yes, yeah, 4, 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. That's the Pacific time. No, 7 a.m., 7. No, it's oh, you're right. 7 you're right. p.m., 7 a.m. is right. the um, East Coast time. It's a free Zoom call. You can jump on at uh, Unity of, of no, unityjoyoflife.org. I got it. Thank you, Indy. Saw you leaning in for the save. Unityjoyoflife.org, yes. and uh, you go to the Infinite Prosperity class. But she said, um, God, what? Oh, she said how we're, they're talking about the subtle forms of fear that sometimes oh, will yeah. run us. We don't realize it's fear, but it can come in the form of hurry when we feel like we're hurried. And I've been noticing that lately. Like there's a voice when I feel hurried for no, for no real good reason, even though it's the energy of the urgency underneath it can feel like that's reason enough. But when you, when I really trace down the thoughts, there's a lot of fear of not being good enough, of being found out, of being caught, or, you know, just not feeling prosperous, not, and appreciation is a way to undo that feeling. Appreciation really connects us into, it connects me into a greater sense of who I am. It makes me a better teacher, a better friend, makes me a better version of myself. I enjoy life more. So appreciation is huge. And it's just another tool. And it's it's actually connects us to our physiology. Because once we get into that appreciative state, oh, yeah. health follows. It really does. What do, what do you got? Well, yeah. And the main thing you said is there are no enemies when I'm in that state. Yeah, that's correct. My mind can't find any enemies. It's like, oh, I love everybody. I love all humanity. I uh, was wondering why I brought my prosperity notes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, from the class or just yeah. from all, all prosperity So classes? what she quoted was from a book, Deb, the 
Deb Johnson, I think is her last name. I don't know. We know yeah. her as Deb. You know, Madonna's Madonna. Cher is Cher. Deb is Deb. Deb. So uh, it's from Your Invisible Power by Genevieve Berend. That's the book. You can get if, it online. If you look on, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can see what Daryl just held up the book. And uh, if you're not, if you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, we do. Like and subscribe, no matter where you listen. <laughs> Liking and subscribing gets the show out. And if you're listening on a podcast app, if you have never done that, you can rate it and review it. That'll help more people find the show as well. It's so easy, I found out, to like a podcast on yeah. Apple Podcasts. You right. just scroll down on the page, you go, boop, and you just press a button. Boop, four stars, three stars, and it makes yeah. a significant difference yeah. in people finding uh, us. This is a We do have a rare ministry, which is the only reason it exists is to share this truth that works for us. There's no real membership. Of course, you can contribute through patreon.com forward slash funniest thing, and that's amazing, but there's no real membership fee or there's no. no real the only purpose of this is to share these truth teachings which is what the new thought movement has was has always been about but a lot of it has um leaned towards like how are we going to make money and so they start to compromise some of their principles in order to do that we do our best to not do that so the little things you can do to be a part of this and share it with other people or review it, or like it, or subscribe, and um, you know, comment on it. All of that stuff just helps the people who really need. That's why we do it this way. It's not just. It's not. We want the people who really need it, like we needed it. They, they, I needed the real version of it, not some compromised version where someone was trying to sell me something. So we just try. We just do our best each week to bring that through our ourselves, our readings, and our guests. To share this in a way that you can actually directly apply right now and get your own soul singing and appreciating your life and watch things take off. So that's my two cents on that. Um, I actually was going to say exactly what's from the book about hurry. Oh, let's hear that. And um, I have one little line that's in another piece of paper in my briefcase, but it doesn't matter. This is the gist of it. Ed said the main thing, but... If you get the book, Your Invisible Power, or you don't really need to get the book for this point because we're going to share it right here, she says, hurry is fear and consequently destructive. Yeah. And it should be totally eradicated, or she calls it totally banished. Yeah. Hurry is a belief in lack. Whenever you catch my, like, I'm doing this, you know, becoming aware. Whenever I catch myself hurrying, it's easy for me to see, uh-oh, this is a belief in lack. Yeah. A lack of time. It, it, but it, it per starts permeating everything when it's we a, start. Yeah. And, and the, the part that we often overlook is hurry is fear and consequently destructive, meaning whenever we're hurried, yeah. We're not going to get to where we want to go any faster or efficiently or effectively. It also underestimates my when I'm feeling that way. I put like we've talked about this from David Schwartz recently, which is yes. When I'm in a hurry, I am not thinking of myself as an important person. No. I'm thinking of myself as a victim of someone else or some schedule I'm supposed to worship and I got to get there, otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. And it doesn't matter if I'm being like. Then it's also 
my the way I'm treating others doesn't matter as much as as long as I get there. You know, as yeah. long as I think it's it's all it's so when you really sort of like tease it out and instead of it just being this little funny unconscious thing that I do and you know it's just what I do when you when I start it's just for me when I start to investigate within myself where it's coming from. Oh my God! I feel what a relief to be able to unhook from that and realize that by taking my time. The people that I thought were judging me, I end up loving them more. Oh, they end yeah. up loving me more. I end up letting them off the hook. I end up, there's just so much good that comes from unhooking from it. That's like in the moment when we're in that fear bubble, it doesn't seem like it could possibly be okay for us to slow down yeah. and be kind and loving. But the thing is, when we do, we un we not only bless ourselves, but we bless everyone we encounter that day because everyone on the planet inside really does want to be released from this false sense of fear and urgency and be in a state of appreciation because we're not in these bodies for that long, everyone. And so we don't want to miss it by hurrying out of fear down to worry and miss the things we came here to do, which is to enjoy and share our gifts and celebrate life. So... Did you have something else to read? Yeah, this is also uh, stuff that came up. When we slow down, when, when my mind's at peace, the, the little phrase I made for myself is, when my mind's at peace, God goes to work. Doesn't mean God isn't always working, but when I'm hurrying, I'm slowing down the flow. It's like the saying in the Bible, would, in bi biblical terms, it would be stand aside and see the solution of the Lord. I don't need a rush to make it happen. That's right. I can back off. And um, another thing that came up during the prosperity class is mm -hmm. in these times when we feel hurried, uh, you know, we could uh, ask the angels to go to work for us. And Nancy yes. and Norman said they are eager to help. They're unemployed and eager to help. Right, because so many people aren't calling on them. Yes. That's why she said unemployed. You know, a lot yes. Of them are unemployed. And a good tool she recommends and we recommend, which I did the other day and it worked, is, okay, angels, instead of me rushing or cracking down on myself or making, I, I even, I was consciously being kind to myself, backing off, like, okay, this is all going to come together and I'm going to use this new affirmation that I just heard. Okay, angels, let's see what you can do here. Yeah. Dare these angels to go to work. And then I step aside and look. F and this is, the, this is the fun part. Because then my, my consciousness went from fear, doubt, and worry to looking forward to seeing what good these mysterious angels are going to bring about. How this thing is going to work out. Yes. And once your mind clicks over, that's the appreciation side of the equation that today's episode is all about. Because yes. once our mind gets into appreciation, now that divine flow, and appreciation is a peaceful state of mind. It's an enthusiastic, it's a, rela it's a relaxed confidence, a relaxed enthusiasm that the things are going to come about and I don't have to meddle and I could just do what's in front of me to do. Yes. You know, that, that great, mm -hmm. wonderful feeling. I go throughout my day just knowing everything's going to be coming together. The angels are at work. God's 100%. at work. And man, the good, the best news is that if I'm not in that state, I can get into that mental yes. state by simply, if I'm not in it, appreciating the things I already have. 
Yes, big time. Because the mind works both ways. Yeah. You know, like William James said, you know, an attitude leads uh, your mood. Mm-hmm. Well, a certain mood will generate a certain yes. physical action. Right. You know, if we're happy, we tend to act a certain way. If we're confident, we tend to act a certain way. Yes. Um, but the biggest discovery that he said was the greatest discovery is that your actions can also affect your moods. Yeah. Yeah, Schwartz calls it like mechanically yes. shifting our mind. And I want to say one thing that I liked about because I remember Nancy emphasized that part. When we call on the angels, then switch into looking around and seeing like joyfully yeah this is what the definition of faith is joyful anticipation or joyful expectation so look around and with a state of joyful expectation and in the one good thing to do during that time is just to appreciate the simple things that you're, you're what is healthy about yourself how much like what is going well in your prosperity yes. or your finances do you are you with friends or like we're in chilbos do those are things that we can do that open up the channel to receive what the angels are doing because something will happen a couple times this week like just the strangest little things would happen for me where i was thinking uh, saying a word and then daryl said the same word or those little things that just let you know that you are divinely connected and supported are huge. And huge. I got a great quote from Reverend Ike just yesterday when I was um, on YouTube, and I wanted my thing was being flooded by all this stuff that I didn't want to see. So I started going, "How can I get this YouTube channel, you know, my page flooded with stuff I want?" So I was like, "Reverend Ike." So I started watching Ike. I started. I put in anything I could think of: baseball, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> swimming, anything that I could get that would give me like positive so the algorithm you're talking about because like it's crazy how the youtube think how quickly it responds to anything even if your mouse goes over something it goes ooh, he has an interest in this i'm like no no i don't want any more of that but the thing is that's very so that's exactly actually how our mind works yeah when we focus on what we appreciate we find more to appreciate (laughs) it's amazing it really is a and then there's chemicals that are associated with well even better not only are we just finding more things to appreciate it's exact the because the material world always mimics the spiritual world. The yeah. scientific mm-hmm. just brings evidence to the principles yeah, that yeah. exist. But it's even better because it's exactly like how the YouTube, Instagram algorithms work. Yep. As soon as we show a little interest in something, that's right. It starts serving it to us more and more, yeah. like literally, physically, materially. We start getting those situations, well, we circumstances delivered to us in our yes. everyday true life existence. Yeah, because we're magnetizing. We're magnetically pulling them into our awareness, uh, and, oh, and it's amazing. So I, I, I just got, want to read this quote from Reverend Good, because then I, I got to read this, because this goes with the thought germs. Yeah, yeah. So, Ooh, thought germs. Ooh. Reverend Ike, who I ran, came to to save my soul on YouTube yesterday. <laughs> One cool thing he said, I forget the name. I think it was like how to change negative beliefs or something. And the quote was, in spiritual science, he's like, in spiritual science, mind science, or whatever you want to call it, you work to learn that you don't have to, that you don't have to work. Yeah. You work to learn that you don't have to work. And he laughs. He goes, ha, ha, isn't that easy? You work to learn that the work is already done. Isn't that something? Even in the old Christian theology, the work is already done. And he's talking about how Christ in the 
theology has already done the work to to create this sense of divinity, to, to reconnect you with your divinity. So the whole message is to cooperate. That's what Christ, that Jesus was all about. He was saying, stop working so hard in these by your human efforts yeah. and start walking with spirit and start experiencing, receiving, and, and, and celebrating and participating in the work that life and God has already done for you. Like, join the party now. Stop trying to make the party happen. Relax. Become the party. Appreciate yeah. the people around you. Become the light. Well, like Reverend Ike would say, we're not talking about some pie in the sky sometime after I die. By and by. By and by. No, I want my pie now with ice cream and chocolate syrup on top. That's right. But that's why Jesus never begged. He never did begging. This is the craziest thing. All the prayers I learned or heard, overheard as a kid, oh, please, please, but you probably won't, but please. Yeah. But that's not, every time Jesus taught prayer, it was thank in advance. Like yeah. you already have That's it right. now. That's right. And you know, this has been confirmed in psychological or psych by psychology yes. in those arenas as well as in business arenas. Yeah. That by getting yourself into the state or the ideal they say the ideal image or the ideal outcome. That means the be, the best idea of visualization you have that's what ideal means it means you've already visualized that idea the best possible idea that you would like that's the ideal outcome and uh that's why we give thanks in advance and that's why this episode is a tankful of thankful because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you just start thanking in advance even in appreciating what you already have, then that starts building. Like it, it's not just a academic exercise. Oh, I'm going to do a gratitude. You should do a gratitude list. Send it to twenty of your friends. <laughs> no, we do a gratitude list. You could do it mentally, right? You could do it while you're oh, driving. Yeah, you could do it in a conversation with a friend when we're just appreciating, oh my God, imagine, can you believe this happened and that yeah, happened? Yeah, connect the dots. Connecting the dots, Ed and I call it, about what happened during the day or the timing, the perfect timing, how something worked out. That's a gratitude list. The key component of that is, or the byproduct or the side effect, is my vibration transforms yeah. to that health, uh, that that feeling of vitality, yeah. well-being, yeah. It, it's 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 promoting health within me, but it's not just stopping with my body. It is now moving out and it's magnetic. Yeah. This force is magnetic. No, before you read that, I got to tell oh, you something. Good. We got something good. Cuz you just said something that that just opened my mind to the word ideal. Because what I realized in the past is when I was feeling down, I would somewhat sit around and wait even now like recently wait for something good to happen wait for myself to somehow improve but when you said ideal what i've been realizing my friend calls it like stepping up to the podium of your reality and start sending the angels out yeah. to handle this yes you know, like uh, start affirming that good is happening yeah. start blessing everything you know like and start get but what i like the word ideal is that because now i deal the cards i'm not 
dealing with oh, things, I start too. to deal the cards. Yes. And then I, I like that version of ideal because it gives me something. And that's what all these, these principles and these teachings are about is there is no time where God is telling me that I need to sit and suffer until, until I've learned my lesson. No, the lesson is to stop suffering and start sharing, start blessing. Start living. Yes. The, 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 like, because you vote, you often quote the thing that says, I think it's from Freud or someone that said that, that guilt, when, we, when guilt people proceeds, do something yes. that they feel guilty about, the guilt was actually present before and the act ever happened. And that's what actually caused yeah. them to act in, or me or you in that way because it starts becoming a self fulfilling motivation. Oh, you feel guilty? Well, then here's something that'll make you right. feel and it just reinforces it so I, th I think the end vision of like psychology and any self-help is a world where everyone's sharing and dealing the cards that they want to deal sharing their gifts and their good with the world so the sooner we can get into that the yes. so that because that's health it's circulation it's instead of holding in and wondering why I didn't like I, I get in this state where my my mind is like oh if my mom and dad would have supported me to be like continue playing clarinet that was the other thing the other day i would have been great at clarinet i'd be happy now it's like all that stuff that just keeps me holding in the light it's like instead of affirming no all that stuff happened perfectly and now i'm in the perfect place to right now i'm in the perfect place to share my gifts in whatever way feels good right now. It's crazy the stories that I've come up with in the past about why I can't share my good or why I got to hold it in or why I got to stay small. It's all nonsense. And so I deal means I get to deal the cards. Yeah, that's funny. I was thinking if I even attempted to play the clarinet, my father would have been so ashamed that I was playing the clarinet. He would have broke it over his knee. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of not encouraging I but, love the clarinet, you're man. like, what the hell is this? Dude, you would have loved the clarinet. I would have loved anything. The smell anything. of that wax on the cork, man, and the reeds. I would have oh loved anything. But the thing you're driving home is we cannot go back either and say, you know what I mean? This yeah. is we're letting you know neither one of us, we, we don't linger. We may think those thoughts, if only this happened this way, if only. But the reason Ed's bringing it up is to drive home the point that it's funny to us only because we both work to not linger in that. Because I was, and it's funny because I was really thinking that. Yeah. And it was literally like a dead, like a felt terrible, you know, like it was, I, and that's why we laugh on the show is because we're releasing this stuff. If you're thinking this stuff, this is not like, okay, I used to be this like obsessive guy. Can't think that, can't do that. Oh. And it's, just admit you're thinking it. Uh, yeah, because you're around, like yes. even if you're just writing it out for yourself or you share it with someone else, yes. with the intention of bringing it into the light and letting it go. But sometimes it, you yes. just gotta let that stuff you gotta rip let and it and out. Acknowledge, like this is what I'm really thinking. What a relief! What a relief! Well, because if we don't bring it up, it doesn't it doesn't move out of us and move away. That's right. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring and we up. all do wait, it. So, the, wait. so you may as well admit it. Do you know how you said like? These thoughts, we don't want to think them, but yeah. they come up like, oh, my parents only, I could, be, I could have been better than Kenny G with the clarinet. Right. Well, so, the, you know, because I, I, I was in the military, so at the VA, they're always checking to see if you have PTSD. Right. So one of the questions is, do you think of things that you don't necessarily want to think about? And I go... What? That's like that's like like meaning yeah. like that's like the clarinet and right, stuff yeah, yeah. that make it that bring you down or disappointed right. about your life. Right. And I'm going, wait a minute, is this a trick trick question? <laughs> Doesn't everyone do that? Right. It's like 
because you might be suffering from PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> but my mind went, oh, my God, I do. Like in that moment, yeah. I, went, I do. I think of things I don't want to think about, times I don't want to revisit. Happens all the time. You know, uh, and I had to go, Daryl, Daryl, relax. Dude, it, it's, it's, there's one minute left. Okay. Well, we got to do we our gotta, three breaths. We got things to do. Do you want? Do we tell people how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club real quick? I'll tell them real quick because they're probably already a member. We're just a group of ambassadors of God's love. Yes. And this is the thing: we consciously radiate love. But no, well, I should I should reframe that by intending to consci- yes. conscientious consciously. Yeah. This is what happens when you get excited. That Will Rubio is on the show, folks. You're blushing. Yes. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you can consider yourself a member. And here's the thing. We motivate one another by simply sharing how these miracles occur naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yes. You know, another definition for faith is joyous expectancy. That's folks. right. Thank you to the Patreon contributors, and we bless those contributions. It's really amazing that you are part of this ministry with us. And people are coming to us all the time. My, my cousin, this person that says, I listen to your show every morning. It really gets me started in the right foot. So if you're contributing, you're contributing to that. You're contributing to Chobo Studios. So if you're not... You're helping other people because a lot of other people are be, are able to listen to this. That's right. This is an amazing thing that's going to continue. We appreciate you being a part of that. If you go to uh, patreon.com forward slash funniest thing, you can contribute $3 a month. If you do that, we do, we've do. we been doing a, a Tuesday prosperity Zoom class that, that you could be a part of. For that we on. record. So even if you join the party late and yeah. just now become a Patreon uh, uh, partner with us, you will be able to watch all those uh, prosperity workshop videos right. that we've done. Grace Dethridge said, accepting our divine heritage of abundant good. Love this. Thank you all for sharing. And I was from the Zoom call. That's from the UK. That's right. Thank you to Jeff Comfort in Kansas City, Kansas. He's our audio guy. Each week, he, he takes, takes us, us right into the comfort zone. And I'm Andy Indy right here at Chobo Studios. How are you, sir? Doing great. Doing great. On fire. Hanging out with Will Rubio. He's doing a Zen garden over there at this table. It's I did. Do you want to see it? Yes, we do. Let's take a look. Woo! Wow. Nice. All right, you get an you get an A for effort, Will. Very what? good. Yes, Will Rubio is a known aphrodisiac. All right, let's do our <laughs> breaths to get started here. Okay. Uh, this is a little preview of what's to come later in the show, right? Yeah. You really gotta turn into just a maniac with this stuff. Just. And I got one Kirky before we go to okay. the... Okay, ready? I'm a praisiac, praisiac on the floor. And I'm dancing like I've never danced before. I'm a praisiac, praisiac on the floor. And I'm dancing like I've never danced before. I'm a praisiac, praisiac on the floor. And I'm dancing like I've never danced before.
Beautiful. What do you got from Kirky? I have one card that's worth uh, rereading. Yes, let's hear it. Wait, I had one here. We, oh, we got lots, but we're, we don't have we time. We got a ton of Kirkies, man. Look at this. Kirkies, Kirkies, Kirkies. Oh, there's a Conklin, too. She said, guided by the spirit within, I let go of all fear of doubt. I make wise choices that bring positive results. That is so true. I adjust to changing circumstances with ease and grace. That's a unity prayer. We'll be at my granddaughter's wedding in Madison, Wisconsin when you get this card. Thanks for your weekly inspiration from Chobo Studios. Love to all, Lois Conklin. We love you, Lois Sieg. Hop on the YouTube. You can see these beautiful postcards Lois makes for us. And if you want to send us stuff, it's Funniest Thing, mail we're talking about. Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, Zion 0232. Kirky sent us some good old-timey uh, daily words yes, from 1987 you, and 88 when I was reading them 30-something years ago while I was in the Coast Guard. Work hard, play hard, eat a huge pizza. That's a great suggestion by Kirky. But this is what I want to read for everyone listening to this show, including myself. You ready, Ed? Let's hear it. The voice that calls you a fraud is the real fraud. That's by Alan Cohen. This is not a Kirky card. Let me repeat, Kirky said. The voice that calls you a fraud is the real fraud. Oh, my God. How about this one from Kirky? When you seek a person or thing to fulfill your emptiness, you only feel emptier. When you recognize your wholeness, this is what appreciation really is all about. You feel whole. When you recognize your wholeness and find your fulfillment within you, the universe has miraculous ways of supplying what you want and need. It's the mastermatch.com. Thank you, Alan Cohn. Thank you, Kirky. Coming up next, Prisiak, an actor, comedian, dancer. Will Rubio gets everyone grinning and a winning with today's reading, God Directed. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed live from Chobo Studios. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back to the second segment of uh, Tankful of Thankful with our guest, Will Rubio. He's right here, folks. Tankful of Thankful with your guest, Will Rubio, right here, folks. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that beard. Cheers, uh, everyone. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Guys, what, 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 what number is this? This is like three or four? Uh, uh, yeah, of you being here, it's got to be. It's at least three. Maybe, probably four, eh? It may be four. Yeah. It may be four. I'm like the... Um, you the know what, though? And considering like you were not our first choice, this is amazing. We got a great wow. start. But you know what? It's kind of... It's kind of... It's like, There's a reason, though, for it. There's actually a reason. Yeah. For it. Wait, can I know what? who's the, who's yeah, the we're, most... Wait, we're going to tell you the whole story. It's not what you think. But even though this is your fourth time in the in the language of foreigner... It feels like the first time. Feels like the. It feels, it still feels like a first night together. Is that not what no. we're saying? Feels, feels like, like the first time. time. Feels oh. like the very first time. Yeah. But mm. I like what you did with that. I was, thinking, I was singing Brian Adams, Canadian oh, Sensation. Yeah, yeah. It still feels. Is this from Canada? You Where's that Richard Marks? Hmm? 
Am just I from Canada? Brian Adams no. is from Canada. You call him a foreigner. You assume we're talking about him. Well, yeah. Although <laughs> so you, you incepted me. He's a foreigner from Canada, and uh, he has that 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 beautiful, delightful love rock ballad from. Yeah. Did he do the um, summer of '69? Yes, he did. In the summer of '69. Yeah. That song was nothing what Indy thought it was going to be when he saw the title. <laughs> so, so wait, are we going to let love. the cat out of the bag, or are we going to do the read? What is going on? Let the yeah, cat yeah. out of the bag. Let the cat out of the bag. I am. Okay, so several years ago, we discovered. We've we, talked about this before. Yeah, we, we discovered, discovered like random randomly, randomly discovered random acts only because right. I was cat sitting yeah. for a neighbor and I couldn't figure out their remote, so I ended up watching random acts. And he starts telling all of us, and we're like, what the hell is Bizarro talking about? BYTV, BYU TV. They didn't know what. They thought, what happened to Bizarro? He's watching BYU TV. It slightly angered me. I thought it was a joke. And then he kept watching, and then I watched. I said, you got gotta hooked. watch this. Yeah, and it was during COVID, right? Right before COVID. Right before COVID. And uh, so I was like, oh, man, these people are so nice. Wouldn't it be great to have one of them on the show? Yes. So I started, uh, and I'm talking about the ho- you know, the host or someone from yeah. the production team. Yes. Because the spirit of the show is fantastic. We highly recommend it. Mm. Random Acts, BYT- BYU TV. There's a free app you can download. Uh, the shows are amazing, high quality. There's no come down. It's just pure feel-good stuff. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking through the cast of characters, and this is a bad habit. Of yours? To break and to make. Okay, so we see the list, right? And we're ranking them by handsomeness, fame level, and on such. Wow. You see the list of what? Of, uh, oh, the, of, of the hosts on the show? No, so yeah. what? Yeah, so, so what? you go on IMDb and, yeah. you're, and you're going through. No, not even IMDb. I don't I know where maybe I Maybe on BYU TV. BYU so on the website. So All right. I'm thinking, so my mind's thinking, you know, it's just Who do me. we think we can land? Yeah, because it's just Daryl and Ed. This is a bad, this shows you... Like, God always has better intentions for us. I just saw a picture of myself from 30 years ago when I was in the Coast Guard in Hawaii. Yeah. You saw the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Handsome devil. Yeah. And I'm in an amazing, I, in front of an th- amazing sports car overlooking the ocean. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I go, you know. I'll send that over to how, Andy. How God, like, you know how they say, like, God is always taking care of us. Yes. Like, if I knew then how wonderful my life was going to turn out throughout the years that followed, hmm. but we think we're not sure and we feel uncertain and we feel insecure and, you know, and we don't, we're judging ourselves so critically. And I'm going, man, you know, it really proves just like the story I'm going to tell about how we ended up with you <laughs> that we really tend to downplay the truth about ourselves and our potential and our our future and about how amazing our lives are in the yes, present yes yes in the present sure. cuz i'm looking at it i go look at me why did so here's the thing i go through the list and i go well the main guy was you know yeah, we were actually at unity of the west side is sitting in chairs talking yeah, about this yeah and i go well I'm getting it, the inside scoop right now yeah i'm this going well will rubio He's, you know, he's one of the main people on the show. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of crossed off that tier. Where did I fall on the handsome list that you made? Top. Right at the top? That's why we were like, not good to know. We were like, too big a fish. Yeah. Let's go down the list. You're like the perfect blend of. um, Here we go. (laughs) You do look like an action figure that my brother and I used to have. He wore a brown 
brown shirt and he was like the the dad of like some um like scientific exploration team. Actually, I still have that figure somewhere. Yeah, you're oh. like Tony Curtis meets Ricky Ricardo. This, it's the perfect. This is why I come on this podcast. For the well, I'm just saying this for the Jeez. sake of the people that don't see the show on YouTube. You, this is oh, a great okay. reason to hop on YouTube. If you <laughs> so, uh, so that being yet. said, I'm looking. Well, the main people on the show they're probably very busy. So there was a guy who had just started appearing, because I was also thinking of people on the production team. Maybe the producer wanted to come on and talk about how he came up with this, you know, because yeah, right. it's so positive, the and show. He, when he says I, this is we, we were there, I was yeah. there. Just, yeah. just put me in the mental picture. Yeah, so I'm thinking, we're talking. So uh, later on, though, I called you and I said, uh, no. no, no, no. First, first we reached out first we, to Mason. First, this is a great story, guys. Well, <laughs> this is the long way around saying first we tried to land Mason. Well, with a reason, oh, though. Okay. There was a reason for yeah. Mason. Because he... He, I, because he was, he was only on the show like sporadically then, and I go, oh, he's one of the writers. He'll probably and he did art, and he's, he did art. Mason's yeah. one of the most talented, loving, amazing, yeah, human, yeah, no, human beings. Yeah, this totally. isn't. He's, we're not being disparaging about Mason at all. No, but no, how just, dare you? No, no, we were just thinking. <laughs> That he's not he as busy. like the more accessible. Accessible. From what, the okay. little bits we could see from okay. what, at that time. And how our minds worked. He seemed accessible. So, oh, he's on Instagram. I reach out and we sent him something we never heard back. But in the meantime, I started, I looked up Will Rubio on Instagram. And on there, there was a way to, con you know, you could contact, message, whatever. Sure. So I tell Ed, hey, it looks like it's easy to contact Will Rubio. We haven't heard from Mason. What do we got to lose? What do you think? And he's just like, yeah, give him a call. Click. So I don't know yeah. if Ed thought I was really going to do it or not. I did not think this was all going to pan out, to be honest. So I end up this reaching. This is still very early with the whole me growing in acceptance that we're watching BYU TV. <laughs> yeah, like all thing. this is. Uh, so it's like. One of Fazaro's crazy things. Sure, go ahead. Call Will Rubio. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not believing it. So about 15, 20 minutes later, I call Ed back and I go, yeah, I talked to Will. He said he'll do the show. <laughs> yeah. And Ed's like, what? <laughs> I go, yeah. I just gave him a call on his contact number and he picked up. I told him about the show and he said he'd be on it. He goes, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was. But here's the thing. I want everybody. Like, we doubted what God had planned for us. That's right. Because if we really believed, because you would have been the like the person that we would have thought would be the greatest uh, person from what we saw on the show, because we knew your personality the, from the show. Yeah, the first mm -hmm. choice you would have the, been for the, the first. first choice. But we said no. You sold yourself short. Sold yeah. ourselves. But the great news is God did for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. And instead of being like, oh, well, Mason won't do it, so why even call anyone? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we, if Mason won't even do it, it's, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, this whole idea is probably out of our league. Right. Let's write it off. But the little twinkling of, well... Why like that? This well, that is a little intuitive nudge, King. The little through. intuitive stuff. And here, this is something important for everyone, and I'm sure you'll share on this too. You know, the God given nudge, I mean, that first 
inspired idea. That easy first that fun, feel good idea. That thing that goes, woo! <laughs> That's the God voice. The problem is, and this is, goes with that reading, yeah. the other voice comes in and goes, well, who do you think you are? Really? Come on. Yeah. Back off, pal. That's crazy. Right. Don't bother. Or That's silly. Or if you're going to do it, maybe you better start here. That's the fraud voice. That's the voice that Kirk sent yeah. on the postcard. The voice that's discouraging you is the fraud. Because sure. I could have just as easily just went, hey, I'm inspired. Should we just ask this guy? Because you were the first guy I saw on the show. I actually believed the show I saw. I'll never forget it because I, I had no idea what the show was. I just turned on the TV and there's this guy at the beach Right, and it's like a middle-aged man, and he never rode a bike before. And I'm going, what oh, is I remember it? that. That's the and first going, part I saw also. And it looked real. <laughs> I believed it was real. So I go, this poor guy, and I go, look, people are coming and actually helping. I go, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look at us now. Now I am the most uh, appearing guest on the Funniest Thing podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. whoa am I not? Just we sorry. are. Well, of, of course. But. <laughs> Indeed. The guest Indy's who, become the most appeared guest. Un, yeah, unintentional dude. guest. You yeah, you're the, you're the Alec Baldwin. I tried to build myself no, up. No, you're and the you guys, Alec Baldwin of uh, SNL, yeah. but on the funniest thing podcast. Yes. Yeah. The five times the, the five timer club, I think. We'll right. we'll come the next the next time that that, yeah. that I appear. So, but, but after this after this uh beratement, I think that that, that 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 this is it, guys. I'm never coming back. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ever bring a prop gun. Oh jeez! Oh god! Too soon! Oh, dark turn from uh, (laughs) producer Indy. My bad. I'll cut it. (laughs) No, no, no! (laughs) Come on, man! That's good quality. Cut all Alec Baldwin stuff. Cut it into a reel and get it up now. Um, Um, Guys, I really appreciate. I I really appreciate uh, that and um, the the friendship that we've developed uh, over the years. I think that we all do have a tendency to sell ourselves short and to um, yeah, like not listen. To what I believe is our genuine selves. I, I, I feel that, yeah. interestingly, the thoughts that arise, in some cases, both negative and positive, um, can be, uh, not that they can lead us astray, but uh, but ultimately, I feel like what, what's, what's benefited me in my life is to treat everything and as a result, everybody with equanimity. Like there's nothing that elevates me above you or anybody else that I encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we, in a sense, release, release all of that, release yes. all these stimuli, <sighs> stimuli that come at us, whether they are building up or puffing up our ego or tearing us down, just let it all go and observe it and 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 essentially look inward um because what i've learned is we're not our thoughts we're not our we're not our feelings we're not our our external trappings if i have a ton of stuff or money or looks or whatever it is i'm not any of these things so so what am i you know my thoughts are just something that i'm observing uh oh um and that can lead me out of this present moment into anxiety Oh, I, uh, what's going to happen if I, if I call Will, which to me is like so silly, right? But, uh, what's going to happen or no, that's not going to work out. So I'm living in the future. I'm living in anxiety 
or the guilt of what could have been like looking back on that picture and, 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 and thinking like, Oh man, if I had only done this right, living in those spaces brings about this, this anxiety. And, and when we're able to like release it all and go like, Oh, I'm just here. And this is beautiful. This connection, like, what do I feel right now? And like living in this polarity of, uh, of, 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 this interaction or this moment right now yeah. is 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 such a beautiful thing when we can release all these things that right. that uh, we build up on our, in in our minds. You know what I mean. So thank you, thank you for having me back here, and thanks for being uh, just such great people who take the time to do this for no other reason than to lift other people up and to help people see the light that's inside of them. I think yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you for that. What you just shared is powerful. It's the basis for basically the whole spiritual psychology program, the master's program I went to, which is that there's this world of polarity. And I mean, this is spirituality 101, but it was cool to study it in through this kind of like framework, what you call your, like our authentic self is always there. This like, yeah, fully whole that field that Rumi described beyond right, right and wrong. There's a field, you know, which is love. I'll meet you there. Right. So the problem is when we get stuck between these uh, trying to identify with a right or a wrong or the one part of us that's super anxious and the other part that's like, I just want to be calm. And it's just like when we're stuck in that level, we're stuck in this back and forth and we can't be whole. So what we have to do is something to to on a regular basis reconnect with our authentic whole self, if you will. So my question is, what do you what do you do? Mm. to connect with that authentic self. What are some of the things that you do? Um, uh, yeah, I, I read a definition of presence the other day that really stuck with me and I really enjoyed it. And it was the, the embodied awareness of our mental, emotional, and physical state mm-hmm. or something like that. So mm-hmm. being here, right? And there's general practices that, that help with with presence, whether that's focusing on, on something focusing on the breath, focusing on mm-hmm. gravity, uh, you know, like feeling your body where it is. And I've learned those practices through, for me, it's been meditation. Meditation has been a, a huge thing because you can practice just being, you can practice being an observer. And oftentimes what I realized was uh, a couple of years ago when I started getting into this practice was that oh, I, I live my life with a low level anxiety. Like I am always in this state of analysis and in this, in this duality, mm-hmm. essentially. And all the books that I'd read trying to figure out essentially how to feel worthy, how to feel, how to gain a self-esteem for whatever reason, um, where we're uh, treating the symptoms of, of the core problem, which was um just identifying identifying with all these things versus um yeah just acceptance and release mm-hmm. accepting everything as it is taking taking uh uh what is it called the radical responsibility for everything that happens yeah. in your life right um is like this acceptance and i think part of that uh for me has has been um ultimately 
what it is, it, it's been my journey back to, to God because yes. I went through like this intense uh, <laughs> deconstruction and this crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say very recently have come back to, to God in this, in this really cool way. <laughs> um, and God, what I've discovered is surrender. Mm. Like it is surrender. And as I've studied different spiritual traditions in this like um, confusion that I've experienced over the last few years, I see this, this, these similar threads that run through all of these traditions that ultimately give people a, a sense of peace in a world mm-hmm. that is in constant um, frenetic turmoil yeah. and just uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. ultimately, right? Mm-hmm. So I do things that connect me to myself, that help me to remember, um, to release, to release. And, and for me, that's walking. Like I, I take a walk. I try to get out and get in the sun. Um, being in nature is very important. So like literally go to the park and do my reading in the park, um, reading a book that's going to um, help further connect it, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, something that's going to help me connect me to myself and increase my level of awareness. And then meditation, as I said, is is a huge huge awesome thing um so yeah that's how i that's how i connect um just reading (laughs) meditation um and it's been very beneficial to me and 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 just to touch on this this idea of god and this concept of surrender i I recently went to uh a couple i have a really great friend his name's joey you should have him on the podcast he's an actor talented musician Mm. like awesome dude yeah and we have these conversations in this vein and being able to talk to somebody in that way is such Mm -hmm. a beautiful blessing you guys have each other that you constantly bounce these ideas off of and it resonates and you're like oh yeah it's it's like holding up a mirror to each other to be able to to continue to release all these all these constructs of the self that we've placed on each other right and joey he said this one thing that is has stuck with me and it's and 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 it's the gift is already given, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, what we want is already given. Yeah. Like yes. it is, has already in a sense happened. Yeah. Like what will be, will be. And so anything that we're placing on top yeah. of, yes. of trying to construct it and trying to control it in any way is futile. Yes. Because what is yours will be yours. Yeah. And, and what is not meant for you will, will not be despite whatever it is that you're you're like trying to construct and trying to control and trying to yeah. do right and and if you when as you identify all these aspects or th- these these areas of your life whether it be professionally or physically or all these right. things like if you're just constantly like, i got to lose weight i got to be healthy i got to be healthy and like you're trying to control it in some in yes. some sense versus releasing and allowing like listening to yourself being grounded um, it's a difficult thing yeah. and it takes practice it yes. takes um uh yeah it takes effort in a sense but it's not the the effort that i think a lot of people get 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 caught in it's it's an effort to like work on your it's all inward right and we we want to do the external thing we want to always like um whether it's get external validation or external trappings that like make me feel like i have value versus releasing yeah. the very 
ideas mm. that these things bring me value, right? right. And so that it, that it, it can live with inside me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it makes, it makes total sense. Man, there's so I, much there. Yeah, uh-huh. I am excited because you just put into words exactly what I was trying to describe when I saw the photo of myself 30 years ago. What I was trying to say is exactly what Joey said. If I knew I already had the gift, mm. I would have been a lot more relaxed yes. between then and now, and things would have worked out just as wonderfully. It's almost like you could have just relaxed. Yeah. You could have just... Um, but you're learning, right? No, like, I'm learning. That's the... Yeah. And there was, And another thing is when you're saying about meditation... I relate it to it's it's really what it does is it's so ironic and like all these spiritual ideas, most of them are paradoxical, meaning mm. I got to give it away to keep it. You know what I mean? And this one is when I get in that state, when I'm meditating or I'm in tune with the real me, my authentic self. It's a very healthy form of detachment that makes me feel at one with everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the paradox. Yeah. I'm detached from all that I got to impress or do or make or get. And now I find, holy cow, I'm at one with, I love everybody in that moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the opposite is true when we're doing what a lot of you know, misguided business mm-hmm. approach or, or academic approach to living, which is work hard, you know, move things out of your way to get there. The means justify the end, thinking that when I get to the end, I'm going to be in harmony with everyone and everyone's going to be approve of me because now I'm wealthy, successful, mm-hmm. and I'm doing what I love. But here's the thing. If I'm not enjoying the journey, it's never going to feel good. Because mm-hmm. like Joey said, once we realize we already had a gift, well then, let's just enjoy the footwork moving towards these inspired aspirations that we could say God put in our head or our ideal self put in our head that feel good. And there's a difference between, I call it an ego, in like an ego inspiration versus... Something from, like you said, my genuine self, which is a genius idea because genius, the origin, is genuine. Hmm. Geniuses are just genuine. <clears throat> What's a, Go ahead. What's this release of uh, – uh, it's, it's release of attachment, attachment yeah. to outcome. Like yes. I'm not going to – and it is – and I think we've talked about this before, but it, it, it is like this this beautiful space, and, and I think um, – in relation to the gospel, there are these parallels that are quite beautiful as well, because you uh, you release attachment to outcome. There's nothing that you can do yeah. or need to do to be worthy and to to be just yes, what valued, right? Yes. So, like by 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 faith are you saved, not of, of works, least any man should boast, right? Like yes. or by grace, like grace. That's yes. the grace of God. Yes, like, there's nothing you have to do. But then it becomes like, okay, well, this is this is the gift. The gift is already given. So what do I do with this gift, right? That's and right. and what do I what do I put out into the world without attachment to outcome? Yeah. 
And it's this paradox, this paradox that we live in. I release control and, and I feel like I have more control in this weird way. Like it's it's heaven. Yeah. It well, is heaven. It's, it's, it's heaven the kingdom of heaven on yeah. earth. Because no matter what happens, I'm good happy. or bad, I've been in those moments. I'm going to be able to handle yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, so much to, to, that we could unpack There's from no. what you were just talking about. Because one of the things is that you know, there's. I just looking this by. This is why I grabbed the phone because there, there's a Bible verse, Matthew six six uh, through seven, where he says, "When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen." then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And it's, it's such a mentally based universe. Thought is unseen. So the thoughts that we're having is, and there's a reason why this is called your temple, because when we go into the temple to be with the father who- Tell the people who ne- are listening, Neville he's pointing God, at his temples yeah, on his head. Yeah, the temple folks. on your head. Yeah. And Neville Goddard calls your father your imagination. That, like, because one of the things that this Bible also says the kingdom of God is within you. So we, we go inside to reconnect and what Charles Fillmore called spiritualize our consciousness, which for me is when I reconnect with my divinity, my authentic self. Suddenly, everything about my ego, my mind, body, and emotions becomes spiritually charged. Yeah. I feel energized and whole rather than so when you, so when rather than overly identified with these just the mental emotional and body part. I feel a much deeper connection to everything. Mm -hmm. And so when you were talking about attachment, what it made me realize is, so the kingdom is within. All of this stuff is really being born within us on this unseen plane. And it comes out and we experience it. When I get attached, if I forget that it came from within, I start trying to grab onto things that are fleeting out here, forgetting that they were born within me and that there's an abundance more and I will there will be many more yeah. of these to come not only that but it will get better because as I release it I get even more clear about who I am where my good comes from my own value my own worth then I begin blessing all of these things instead of trying to get from them little did I know that they, these things were born out of the goodness of my own heart so when I become like the ruler or the king or like just the important person in my own life, I begin, like you said, now I'm blessing everything from a place of already having and already being, which is amazing that I read that quote from Reverend Ike, because that's what he was saying. All this mental work, which is so weird because we're working on something you can't even see, your thoughts, is to get to the point to realize that the work was already done, that the Christ within us has already done this work long before, if you want to call it the Christ, already did this long before we even arrived and our job is to come we are divinely supported and to bring the light to the world we become the light of the world when i stop ye are the light of the world yes ye are the light there's a little god spell for you yeah oh. there you go okay man. that's beautiful. this is what i wanted to say how i could tell and you this is all Everything works in divine order on this show. We didn't read anything we thought we were going to read. We didn't discuss what we thought we were going to discuss. And we discussed and read everything we're supposed to. And I was going to say, how do I know the difference between my ego-inspired thoughts? And I'm not saying the ego's bad in any respect. Mm. But I'm just saying, hear me out, and maybe you'll agree or maybe you'll disagree. And the God-inspired. You know, how do I know that? Ooh, is am I going in the right direction? For right. me, it becomes clearer and clearer every year by falling for the ego inspiration versus the 
what I call the God-inspired or the true self-inspired, whatever mm -hmm. you like to call it, or higher-powered inspired, and it's this. The ego one is, oh, this is a great idea because it's going to lead to, this must be God's will for me because blink, blink, blink. Like I'm, like you said, I'm, I'm seeing how mm. this inspired, it, it feels like a little high, but it's not really a super high. Yeah. There's a big difference. The God-inspired idea, it's a, it's, I can say it's electrifying, and at its core is, and this is going to sound child, childish, but I believe it's childlike, it's like, oh, this will be fun for yeah. me, for me right now to do this thing, mm -hmm. meaning whatever it is in this moment, not, it's not attached to, and it probably will do this. Hmm. Those ideas might come up, but they're fleeting. The ones that go, this will probably lead. As soon as they take over, though, the ones that go, oh, yeah. And then you know what you could do with it. Because, you know, it's like I'll do a painting, and I'm so high just because I did it, and I love it for myself, and mm. I was high in the process. The trouble comes when a well-intentioned uh, person or one of my own thoughts goes, yeah, but now what are you going to do with it? Yeah, and I'm like, weren't, weren't, weren't. <laughs> right? Can uh, because it goes into you see what I mean? It goes into the attachment, the attachment, the rather than living in that state. Because the truth is, every time something good out of something I've done through inspiration, it's always come out of left field because I was enjoying doing the inspired idea that was just for me it's really me treating my divine self in the moment that's why it's a god-inspired idea right. because it feels good in that moment it's a healthy expression of god's love coming through me mm -hmm. and as i'm doing it it's healing me in mm -hmm. the process yeah, yeah, yeah. i think the, but the, yeah and the question of like how do i know if it's ego-based or not is is an important one and it's a vital one and i think the more time the more practice you do and time you yeah. spend with yourself the more you hone that skill of understanding what it is that you genuinely need in that moment and uh if we have time, I have a, 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 a do, story. Yeah. Let's do that, it. Yes, let's hear the story. This happened to me a few weeks ago. I, I got robbed. Um, and I robbed myself. I was uh, scammed. And <laughs> I started the morning. I woke up. Sometimes it's difficult. I have difficulty sleeping. And, you know, I woke up like at five just before sunrise. And I thought, well, I could sit here for a couple mm. hours trying to go back to sleep. Or I could take a hike or something so i was like i'm gonna go watch the sunrise and i hiked to the top of of the, the i don't know if you've ever done that wisdom tree hike here mm. in los angeles but it's sounds good it's awesome and you go up to like the singular it looks like a bon one bonsai tree in wow. the middle of, and 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 you can see around the entire you can see into hollywood and also into the valley you can wow. see everything you can walk right over to the hollywood yeah, sign so it's, it's a great little hike and I timed it out and I would be able to cl uh, climb it up and, and be there for sunrise, like 10 minutes before sunrise. Super overcast day, like, uh, you know, it's been kind of wet and, and rainy here, but I got out of bed, I did this hike and it was overcast, but then when it came out over the mountain, it, it cleared up and it was the most gorgeous 
thing that I'd ever seen. I felt so connected to myself, to humanity. Yeah. I was like, I, I was doing Instagram stories, like, I'm going to build a community of people. I just love everybody, yes. right? So I'm like high on yes. on this feeling, right? Yes. That's, an, that's a, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's it's not bad to feel good, right? No, right. that's connected. <clears throat> I went back home. I did a cold plunge. I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I go, <laughs> I do a voiceover session downtown, and then I'm getting back on the freeway, and I see these people, and... And they're like in this Mercedes and one guy was like out of the car asking f uh, another car presumably for help and and that car drives away so I'm like nope I love the world I'm gonna I'm gonna pulled over and this guy um, he uh, basically uh asked for for gas money we ran out of gas i'm like yeah. no problem buddy here you go here's 20 bucks and he's like oh well here's the situation and he proceeds to it, it was a scam right yes. and i was so in this this idea of um i was feeling so good it was almost like um look how good i am like a, a, a jesus complex in a sense like i am i will show the world how to be right i, I don't i don't know but no i know what you mean it started to switch it started to make the switch yeah there's yeah. like this switch. Subtle, where it's it's like, a subtle, and in a sense, it was like this this desire for attachment. I want to yes. hang on to this feeling. Yeah. This feeling yeah. is good, um, and I won't go into the details of the scam. But it, I, I ended up spending the next two hours with this guy who claimed to be um, and invoking the name of God the whole time, uh, uh, like very trustworthy individual giving me his jewelry jewelry, jewelry yeah. and all this stuff and like yep. long story short i actually went to an atm yep. gave him some money but i feel like my my intention whether it was ego-based or not was to help this yes. person i kept like i don't want your jewelry dude just take this stupid amount of money that i just gave you yeah. and just go but then that wasn't enough. Tried to elevate the scam to the next by giving me his Rolex and like and was like, I need this really insane amount of money. And I swear, like all these stories, all these things happening, and clearly red sign, red yeah, flags were there. Coming, yeah. But I was in it. Like ended up going to the mall with this guy so he could test out this watch and and because at that point I'm like, look, dude, if you're not just going to take this and be grateful for whatever you scammed me for, because I knew at this point like this. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that happened. And so starting the day literally on a mountain, in the, on a high in a mountain yeah. and ending having been deceived and, and, yeah. and betrayed, I woke up the next morning and I, and I felt just bad. I felt oh, like yeah. sad and betrayed. And um, I'll try to be quick about this next part, but like- No, no, no take, your take your time. I, I, I woke up and I went to the park and I was like, I was hurt. I was, of I was course. sad. Yeah. And I sat down on the on the bench that I usually do, and and I thought like these thoughts just started coming to my mind um, as I tried to like make sense of it, and 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 the first thought I had was this idea of of turn the other cheek, like that is something that that Christ exemplified. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Could I actually forgive this person for what they did? Like. Um, Genuinely, could I release that? Mm -hmm. Because what came to my mind also was this idea, this parable of the talents, right? And and I could see when people are, when life just comes at you, and you get beat up. 
it's easy to basically hide yourself, hide these gifts that you've been given. I feel like I've been given a gift to connect with people, right? To, to try to, to bring people up. But if I, could, if I took this one experience and hid those talents, like, well, no, it's not safe to, to give anymore. I could see how as life comes at you hard, like people can, can bury these, these talents and these abilities. Um, and so I, I, I made this like conscious decision of no, like how could I let this define me? But what really came to mind as I, as I, as I finished my walk was the, um, when Christ, and I'll read the verse, I, I pulled yeah. it, uh, uh, it's give not that which is, give not that which is holy unto dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Okay. So I'm walking. And I basically force people to say hi to me. And what I realized about that was, in a sense, I'm casting my pearls before swine. That's not, it's like attachment to outcome. I'm a good guy, so I'm going to say hi to you. I'm going to say hi to you. And even if you don't want it, even if your energy is clearly exhibiting that it would be essentially casting my pearls before swine. Yeah. Like, I'm going to force you to do that. And I forced myself to be this nice guy to this guy because of attachment to something that I wanted to feel about myself. Beyond your intuitive knowingness. I wanted to feel good about myself. And so, and so like, you will say hi to me and that will make me feel like I'm a good person because I'm putting good into the world, right? Versus watching somebody knowing when they're coming at me with an energy that's open to receiving and going like, Hey, maybe yes. even having a conversation because I'm like listening to myself. I'm listening yes. to the energy around me and, and yes. connecting with that in an authentic way versus trying to construct and control the yes. way people perceive me, the way I perceive myself. It's, it's this practice of just being. So the money I lost was like this, this, blessing <laughs> in a, yeah. in a, in well, a it's, it's it's a tithe really you're going to get that back 10 times or more because you're you didn't do it with bad intention you're not going to be punished god doesn't do spite work but you <laughs> learned a valuable lesson and you're not the only one that same scam was tried on me <laughs> and it and i didn't they get the bleeding hearts, man. I, no, when they the get jewelry the bleeding came hearts. out, I was like, okay, come on. Yeah. I, I got to go. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, Steven, you know, Steven, know Steven, Steven, they did it and on Steven him. Steven Tom Thorpe. And Steven fell for it to the tune of filling up a guy's truck of the same story, <laughs> uh, 200 plus, ga- you know, dollars worth of gas. But then when it went to the next portion, that's when Steven, oh, no, I, I got to go, you know. <laughs> but, See ya. But uh, so you're not unique. You're not a bad person. You're not dumb. You're not foolish. I don't want you to think any of those things. No, I didn't. Good, because <laughs> it does feel bad. I mean, when I fall for something like that, I feel so ashamed yeah. at myself for not knowing better. There yeah, was that, a shame. There was like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to tell anybody yeah. except the closest people. Now I'm, t- now I'm telling the story in a podcast. Yeah, yeah but you're helping all you of us. You realize that, uh, yeah, there's, there's no need for that shame, right? That, that's that's like hiding hiding yourself. Yeah, yeah that happened yeah. to me with high-end coaches, man. 
Yeah. That, yes. that, that promised me all this stuff. And then and it that turned seems out, really legitimate. And it turned out the magazine they ran wasn't real. The st- all the experience that they pro- you know told oh, me. I mean, wow. there was a, uh, a shred of reality to it. It wasn't completely fictitious, but it was not at all what we were promised. And it was a good amount of money. So. And it was through a legitimate But I'm so thing. thankful now because it was the same kind yeah. of feeding off of not knowing that the gift is already given. Feeding off of a feeling that I... I'm going to show someone or I'm going to, uh, it's just not coming from that spiritualized consciousness place that, that feeling there's like a bit of an emptiness or uh, even if it's the high end of like, now I'm free of that emptiness or what are you like? Yeah. You know, it's an empty fire. This is where I need to be. This is where I'll always be. Yeah. And and, and to that point and and to your point of like how uh, knowing there was one more thought that I had on this walk that I was, as I was leaving in and like, there's such a power in stillness because oftentimes going inside yeah. requires a certain degree of stillness. Yeah. It's not going to be, it's not going to hit you over the head. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, um, uh, peace be still is, is, um, yeah. it's a verse somewhere, <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, anyway, and, and I think we're always looking to externalize even, even our spiritual growth sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because people can give us, um, well, real quick, in Mormon theology, there was a, a war in heaven, right? So mm-hmm. we all existed before we came here, and there was a war in heaven in which God was going to send us down so that we can gain experience and grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but he, we we needed somebody to bring us back to God because there was be the separation of sin, right? Right. And so the devil uh, or Satan volunteered and said, "I will force everybody to do." what I uh, force everybody to do everything right and 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 they just need to listen to me and I'll bring them all back and the glory will be mine and then Christ steps up and he says well no I'll, I'll sacrifice myself and and the glory glory goes to God so <laughs> wow that's cool yeah yeah it, it, I mean conceptually and, and theologically it's 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 really cool because what what I understood about it was we're always seeking this idea of Satan's plan. Like we always want somebody else to give us the answers. Like we scroll through Instagram, we scroll through memes and like looking for that one thing that's finally going to click right. or, or, oh, what do I need to do for my morning routine to, yeah. to be successful? Yeah, How yeah. do I be successful? Like we're always looking for somebody else and something else to, to take us back to God. Right. But God is within us. God is within all of us. Yeah. Like the kingdom of God is within you. And Christ is leading us back to ourselves. Yeah. Right? Leading us back to understanding and this connection to the divinity that's within all of yes. us. Yes. That's the spiritualization of our consciousness. But on the other thing is we turn into the devil in for this um, concept when I'm the one who gets it now. Oh, yeah. I'm the one now who's going to show them. Yeah. And yeah. No, all of that in the way of the Christ is unnecessary. The Christ is to reveal that the kingdom of heaven is within. And uh, to do that, I have to know that myself. Yes. And yeah. then the Christ would also <laughs> come up to a guy who's doing a scam and being like, sin no more. I know you're scamming. You're worth more than this. You know, like, it wouldn't be, let me go along. You know, like, the Christ within us, which is this discernment, because at any moment we can be still and see the salvation of the Lord if we're willing to just slow down and stop and do something to see the Christ within, we will be protected divinely. That voice is already there, right? There was a voice inside you all along that was there that could have 
you know, I'm not saying going back and trying to change it, but I'm just saying the good news for me is the voice of the Christ was always there, even when I chose not to go with it. Because I thought this this high, no, no, you know, this 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 yes. little devil's gonna be, you know, it's like the salvation is just knowing that this truth, and it's so oh relaxing, my and and it just feels so good, man. I gotta say this. I heard once from somebody. They said, you know, because they found their way back. Like you're talking, like we're all doing. I mean, we all end up coming home, back home, to to our higher power, God, whatever people listening yeah. on a call identify with, and. She said, you know, I would go, oh, you know, I don't, I don't hear the voice of God. I don't believe in this God stuff. Now she goes, oh, I think I, I actually, I always did hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have. And his, his name is, I had a feeling. I had a feeling I shouldn't right. have went in that direction. I had a feeling something not right is going on here. I had a feeling, and I go, what a great like metaphor to use for yourself. Yeah. I had a feeling. And there was something else I want to say. Mm -hmm. I don't want to end this program without saying this about, cause, about blessing people, saying hello to people, because... Uh, there's a way to, that I've come to do it where I don't need the hello back for a long time. Because yes. I mean, when I first did this, like I was taught, you know, be an ambassador of God's love. I go, hi, hi. I mean, guy doesn't say hi back. What a jerk. You know? Yeah. So what I do now, what came to me then was a short little thing in my mind. I don't even know how I had this revelation, probably because I was meditating in the morning. And this was when I was still in the Coast Guard. I started realizing, you know what? I'm just here to bless these people. Like, feel their energy, like you said. Don't go, hey, you know, hi. Like, don't force them. And just <laughs> send love, a hello in spirit, like, yeah. in my mind to them. And the ones I feel would be receptive, yes. like, look at me, go, hey, you know, give them it to them, you know, because it's there. Yeah. And what about the ones that just have a grimace or look at you funny? or do whatever I think I should criticize because they're not approving of me, I started realizing, wait a minute, this vibration of love towards them in this form of a hello, or I misread them and I said, hey, and they clearly didn't want it. Not that I wanted to talk to them, but just, hey, you know. So I go, you know what that is? That is actually, that hello, that once, or smile, you know, just smiling at people. That will make a difference in that person's life. And I started thinking, you know, maybe that guy who didn't seem to fully accept my smile at that mm. moment, I go, that little thing that I put out being part of the solution instead of part of the problem, when he goes home today after work, maybe this time when his son says, Dad, I can't figure out this math, instead of him going, son, I just came home, work was a nightmare, couldn't you ask your mother? Instead of doing that, that one little smile that I tossed him, instead he goes, yeah, let me take a look at that, son. Maybe we could work it out. It'll bless them in some way. And just knowing that is more than enough for me. Well, that's your intention, right? Like whatever's going to happen is going to happen with that guy. But yeah, and I think it's, it's, it's that switching of intention. Yes. Of like uh, from this attachment to what it's going to mean about yes. me versus like, this is what I'm putting out and you know, what will happen will happen. I'm not going to control that, but yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And, and 
to not that doesn't when I said that it doesn't mean I'm gonna stop saying hello. No, you can't. You just your just, personality you just, won't allow it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> you just switch that, switch that perspective and and it switches and you remind yourself of that perspective. Yeah, like, uh, constantly. You right. Know, it, that's that's the work to me. That's the practice of continually coming back to yourself every yes. time you get it when you're you what you guys are saying in the beginning of the program just like um getting uh, starting to rush or feeling anxious yeah. like yeah it's this beautiful thing of being able to just basically pause right be still observe yeah. those thoughts and realize yeah. oh that's not me that's just some yeah yeah that's just some frequency that's like right. vibrating like this i can i can reconnect and reconnect with myself and and, and approach this in a totally different way yeah. so yeah if we're gonna be have a tankful of thankful as the show is called it comes from we need to have a, a practice of re returning to our divinity every day in some way like we do the morning routine meditate read inspired words same similar things to the, uh, the exact same things really you were saying read inspired words we meditate and then we do some affirmative prayer we affirm but when we affirm we're affirming the truth from this new place that we get to through the reading and the meditation where we realize our wholeness where our conscious is spiritualized because when we do this, when I smile at people now, it has nothing to do with them really. It has to do with me knowing who I am. And that smile reflects the truth of my yeah. being. It's not a manipulation tactic at all. It is bubbling, bubbling up from the truth of me yeah. being me. And then recognizing that truth in you as well because I've seen it within myself. You can do, what it, what, you can do with it what you want. Mm. But it's not even that at all. Now it's just the natural glow exuding, of yeah, recognizing yeah. who and what I am. And then it blesses people. And like you said, and then when I do it consistently with the grumps, they love me over oh, time. Oh, dude. Like when I'm at work, yes. I mean, like if I say it's a yeah. coworker, they'll, the person who I least think is reflecting how much they love me, I, we end up having a great bond in one way or another and in ways you that we You find out they're watching, they listen to the show every day. Right, but the <laughs> number one thing is I am love, and the more I return to it through a spiritual practice, through some sort of practice, the more it just naturally... It's just it's just like the sun shining. It's just yes. what we do, you know. We radiate. That transforms we yeah. everything. We start exuding it. Yeah. So, Will Rubio, thank That's you me. for coming on the show. Thank you for being uh, part of our lives, everyone. Check <laughs> out Random Acts on BYU TV. And uh, anything else you're up to that you want people to know about? Um, just finished a comedy tour. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but uh, Random Acts has been renewed for season yeah! nine. Wow, <laughs> nice! So I said it. There you go. Yeah. So we're we're gonna our first one. Uh, they just called me and scheduled it for for this coming month. So we're we're gonna be back in action doing that, and very excited about that. Um, other than that, it's all corporate work and stuff like that. Right so. on. Well, tell Mason we love him. Yeah. Oh, I love Mason as well. Yeah, yeah. Let him Give know. him a hug from Daryl and Ed. So show him uh, our Mason picture. is soliciting prayers and good vibes right now. His mother is uh, in the hospital right now, and so if anybody wants to yes. wants to send Mason Branding some love and and his family some love, it'd be much appreciated. Yeah. What's her name? What's her first name? Do you know? I actually don't know. Mrs. Her first Branding. Name. Mrs. Branding. All right. Well, let Mama yeah. Mama Branding is. Let him know sincerely that us and our. People who pay attention to the show will be uh, affirming health and well-being for Mama yeah. Brand. Awesome, absolutely. And, yes. Um, what, what's how do people find that the, your improv that troupe you go with? Because that, we we've gone to that show and it's one of the few things that I don't call bad theater. Usually when we go to stuff, I go, ah, oh, we're going to some bad theater. <laughs> what are you? What's the name of your? Um, well, to find out when I'm performing, I'm 
at Will Rubio across all social media. Okay, I got to yeah. get better about yeah. <laughs> saying that. You're like, what's you got? And I'm like, nothing. Um, yeah, at Will Rubio across all, all social media. And I will let you know when I'm performing. But that group is The Society Improv. Yeah. And it's up in Santa Clarita. And we perform uh, once every other month. But it's a, it's a great show. So cool little theater. Cool little downtown in Newhall. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's great. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. The stuff you guys come up with on the spot and the way the show develops it's is so smart. super uplifting. It's amazing. And it's incredible. So, um, yeah, give our regards to the crew. Um, let's just take a moment to, before we tell this joke, just give thanks for our time together, knowing that the energy and everything that's been released into the light is being transformed for the better. Our lives are continually unfolding in amazing ways. Anyone out there who's listening to this, the truth within you is blessing you as you surrender into the your good. It's always there. These things are principles, and that's why they. The more we practice these principles and do the things, share, yeah, you know, do the practices, and we recognize that our true security comes from knowing who we really are. It's principle. It can never change. It's always evolving and expressing in new ways. Yet it, the goodness, the divinity within us, never changes in in these key ways that allow us to to come through life to express ourselves confidently and joyously, or just smile and shine our light as we pass someone on the road. So now. Just grin and bear it. Just grin and share it. There you go. That was a show we did. Yeah, so. real your life. You might not have guessed. Oh, now we know why Will Rubio was looking a little down. Oh, that's right. We got this from TMZ. But this is before we heard the story. We asked, what's wrong, Will? And Will replied. During a business meeting yesterday, a very nice woman asked me about my background, so I told her all about my family, education, career, dreams, and goals. So, uh, what happened? Turns out she was just asking what's behind me in our Zoom call. <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> hey <-o. laughs> <laughs> the worst wait was it the the the, Woo! the poorer the joke the greater the guest that's right that's, that's what we right. say oh, so you're up there oh, pal man, and i am up uh, there <laughs> wait okay come I on this. i had to hear the melody here we're gonna um, how did you forget this great hit i know you know i i think the only thing i ever knew was the chorus but Move all, those feet. Yes. Put on that dance skin, Ed. So, uh, Indy, you want to bring in the host? A hose now, Will Rubio. While we start. Just two new thought dudes on a Saturday night looking for the light of our lives. In a real-time world, no one sees it at all. They all say we're crazy. Locking rhythms to the beat of our hearts. Changing movement into the light. We've danced into the danger zone when the dancer becomes the dance. I can cut you like a knife if the gift becomes the fire on a wire between will and what, what will, will be. be we, we are crazy acts crazy acts on the floor, floor. Okay. and we're dancing like we've never danced before why don't you start reading visit darylnet.com will rubio at will rubio to everything we're doing we are crazy acts crazy acts on the floor and we're dancing like we've never danced before Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. 
Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Wow, wasn't that an amazing podcast? Well, you could do that too here at ChoboStudios.com here in the Los Angeles area. Uh, and if you're not in Los Angeles, you could always go to PodShuttle.io. It's our fully remote editing service where you will cut up clips, we'll edit for you. Uh, podcast management, we do it all, baby. We got the digital goods here at PodShuttle and Chobo. We love you.